Maurice. Oh, there he What's is. Up? <laughs> How y'all doing? What's, What's up, Bo? How are you, What's man? What's up, Maurice? All is well. How y'all doing? Hey, we're going to jump right into it. I mean, right into it. The Buckeyes win in this game, and are they covering with 17 and a half points? Yeah, well, I think we have a chance. They have uh, two or two of the key players are down. Uh, I just left campus yesterday, and uh, the atmosphere is going to be amazing. I think that you just have a lot of uh, firepower on Ohio State's offense. I don't really see how you uh, how you can overcome that if you're Marcus Freeman. Like I talked to him earlier this week, and I told him, you know, I wished him the best of luck. He's my guy. Uh, but I just don't, I, I see Ohio State covering. I see them um, putting points up. But I just don't know how you match up. You, you know, you have a, a premier quarterback. You have a premier running back. You have a receiving core uh, who are going to look and try to make their name in comparison to what uh, the two young guys, uh, Garrett Wilson and uh, what's that other guy's name? Alave. 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 Uh, Alave, yeah. They're going to try to make their name in comparison to what those guys did last year. And um, I think Marvin Harrison's son is in that in, in, the, in the group as well. So right. uh, I think it's just you, you're going to have a night game. You're going to have a crazy atmosphere. And I just think that Ohio State has too much firepower for Notre Dame. What Maurice was Freeman's um, – what was his demeanor? Oh, Marcus, I, yeah. I'm a jokester with him. So I, I, I've known Marcus since he was uh, getting ready to come to school. And I made a joke to him. And I was saying, like, hey, man, uh, like, are y'all going to get this guy to tackle me? Like, bring him into practice to tackle me. So everywhere he's been, uh, like, it's this running joke of, like, uh, him sending me gear. Like, he sent me gear from Cincinnati, then Purdue. And then when he went to Notre Dame, I started laughing. I said, like, they really made you defensive coordinator. And then it's, like, special to watch him, you know, become the head coach and, and what he's doing now. And so he, he was like real cool. Like, you know, he's uh, he's serious and he knows that it's a moment. It's an opportunity. Um, and, I, and I know he like with, with great intention, he's coming to try to win. But, you know, I just think that when you have, um, you know, <laughs> you just, you just, when you're outmatched and you're going to have uh, Ohio State, like I heard some of, some of what you all were talking about before, uh, before they chime me in. Uh, Ohio State has had a reputation for not playing big games uh, early in the season. It's sort of like playing like these cupcake teams, and they've heard it. And I've trolled them on the internet for a number of years about it. Uh, if you want to be, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big like so football season. I just troll Ohio State a lot, uh, all on purpose to say, man, you know, if you, if you and it, no, it's only because I've um, when you go to these other schools and you speak, you become a guest speaker. A lot of these SEC schools, Alabama's and Georgia's and LSU and all these guys down there, they say, hey, y'all don't play anybody. And so, you know, just as a football player. Uh, Excuse me, you say, hey, man, you got to play somebody early on in the season to tune yourself up for, you know, what you're going to see in the bowl game. Those SEC guys, they play a premier schedule uh, for probably 90% of the season, and that's a, that's a fact. And if you're just a real fan and you want to be a premier-level program, you have to pay – you have to play legitimate teams all season long. And a lot of these kids are getting ready to go to the NFL at Ohio State and most of these SEC schools, so conditioning yourself to play – premier competition over an extended period of time should be part of, you know, what these guys plan to do. And um, and I'm just happy that they starting up for Notre Dame. I wish they had, you know, probably uh, two or three more games. I don't think that all of the Big Ten is strong, but a, a large part is. And, you know, this is a school that expects to be in a national championship race. And, um, you know, hopefully that this uh, – hopefully they go out the first game and make a statement. You know, Maurice, 20 years, I think you're going to be down there for the 20-year reunion. Um some of those memories, man, it's crazy that I could look back at it during that time period. And I could just remember when you, you were, they were going to let you start. And now it look, look, looks like, you know, freshmen start a little more often. But back then it was unheard of. Mm -hmm. Freshmen wasn't playing. Talk about, you know, some of the feelings that you had going into that first game and the atmosphere of just being on the field and being a freshman and being a guy that, that was going to get carries in the shoe and you're 18. Yeah, the, um, the night before I didn't sleep, and uh, I think that was just um, like a, a, an anxious, nervous energy, and I was just uh, listening to music, but then also looking at my playbook, and I think just for the first game, you don't want to do anything wrong, right? And so you're just going over the playbook, and, you know, I, I studied the ball, or I studied the game so much that I had read the playbook back and forth and forth and back and just making sure that I was prepared for it, and, uh, and then when you walk in there, I don't care who you are, I don't care how many games you've played, when you uh, when you walk inside of a hundred thousand people, and you know I don't care if you play for three or four years there, you know it just um, this, there's this euphoria and a pressure. Uh, there's like a superhuman ability that you feel like you have because you have that uh, that crowd behind you. But then there's also a, like a pressure where you say, "Man, I got to perform." 
And so going down there and knowing that, you know, you had a bunch of people, you know, prior to me, you had Jonathan Wells the year before who had done very well and Michael Wiley and Pepe Pearson and Robert Smith and Eddie George and, you know, all those guys who had came and had established themselves. And so knowing and Tim Spencer, he was our running back coach at the time. Mm-hmm. He would uh, just talk about the bar. You know, the bar was set to, to be great at that position. And uh, I knew that they had, you know, they had three running backs with they drafted, not drafted, but um, signed prior to me coming. So I know I had to make a statement or, you know, your opportunity can be taken away from you and give it to somebody, you know, who's, uh, who's, who's as old as you are, as young as you, uh, who would be there and, you know, making a statement over the next few years. Maurice, we just had Robert Smith on before. Asked him about Travion Henderson. What do you see when you see him? How, how you know, you talked about all the great Ohio State running backs. There's been great ones before you. There's great ones with you. Great ones since you. What, what, how do you, how does he stack up based on what you've seen from him so far? I I think he's great. You know, one thing about him, uh, you have a home run hitter. You know, and that, that's what that's what's going to be problematic for teams. Uh, I wasn't a guy who can just, you know, grab a ball and, and rip it off 80 yards because I was that elusive or that fast. But this young kid is going to have a chance to probably break everybody's records. And the reason being is that, you know, when you have a quarterback who can dictate coverage that you have and you have a receiving core who can dictate, you know, where defensive backs play and who's in and out the box, he'll get a lot of lanes. And that's what becomes, like, difficult for people. So, you know, when I was playing and I ran the ball, like you say, okay, they have, you know, one star receiver, and so we can cheat guys in and out the box for safety position. And, you know, you might be able to be heavier up front and, and just different defensive schemes for different running backs. But when you have these guys who can stretch the field, you have somebody who can place the ball in a place where they can stretch the field and they can get ugly real fast. And when the offense gets up on a defense, then the defenses are then another team to start to chase. It becomes a different uh, deal. And this young guy, I think I seen him play in Indiana first. And when I seen him play in Indiana, I think he had like four or five carries for like uh, 140 yards. And that's like, uh, yeah, that's like premier level speed. Like, you know, you know, like these, like, so just in context, these kids in college aren't slow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you have kids who are, who are ripping 40 and 50 yard runs, uh, like, don't be surprised if he goes on and breaks a lot of people's records. And he just, he, he just has the, um, he, he has the, the, the people around him to do so. Hey Maurice, what about what about now? You know the college uh, landscape has changed. What, how do you feel about the NIL era? Uh, era? <laughs> do you need to ask me? Yeah, yeah. Hey Mo, you know what he thinks? Hey Mo, we was twenty years old. We were on the other side of that. You were on the other side of that. So I need you to come over and give me the, the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, <laughs> so no, you, <laughs> twenty you years too late. Laugh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I I just did it. I, I, I was like, the irony. I was in Cleveland yesterday. I just did a ESPN to do a special. They won't run it now, but they'll run it uh, somewhere throughout the season. Uh, I just did a whole deal with them, not about this in particular, but I laughed like that because that was a question yesterday from from them, and uh, and it's like so you know it, 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 there's, there's there's no there's no bitter sweet, but that's the only way you can describe it. Uh, just some people just are like just just rules were different, you know what I mean? Like when you look back at it, you know I had a transmission problem with my car. That's what started all my issues, and I didn't have eighteen hundred dollars to fix a transmission. Nor right. did my mother have eighteen hundred bucks to give me for a transmission. And uh, just to see now that kids can, you know, you know they can go get car dealership deals, or they can get uh, different sponsors um, to align with them to represent their brands or to push their products or whatever it is. And so I think it's like the coolest thing in the world. Like, um, and I don't think, I don't think people realize a lot of these young kids will never go on to the NFL, to the NBA mm-hmm. or to some right. professional level. Right. And this may be the, the height of their earning potential based upon their athletic ability. And, um, you know, if, if like, I'm glad that it's viewed now like the regular world, you know, if, if based on your value to an institution or to a business and the complexity of your task and your ability to execute that task and, your deliverables, you should be compensated accordingly. And this is what well, these well kids said, do. Yeah. Um, they, they, they they put people in seats. There's not – you couldn't go get anybody out these stands who can do what these kids can do. Uh, and that's it. And, and, and just the same way as coaches, you don't have a lot of people who can coach these kids the way that some of these coaches are doing. So um, my thing is always, like, there's nobody on that panel right now who I say, hey, how much do you make and why do you make what you make? It's always perplexed me that somebody cares so much about a young kid 
making money and it has nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Like, like Nuts. it doesn't matter when I go see, like, I don't see CJ Stroud on, um, on Saturday. I'm going to say, man, he makes X amount of dollars. I don't right. care. I'm yeah. just there to enjoy the game and enjoy the kids. And, you know, if these kids can take care of themselves and, and help their families and uh, all that stuff, I'm all for it. And you know what, Maurice, I got to throw this in on this too, because even back then, we, we letting them off the hook easy. Not only did they not want you to get paid, not only did they not want you to get paid, they looked at you as an unsurly thug or some ungrateful kid from the inner city. Ran that, them out of the sport. And they talk bad about you. Like, these ungrateful, these disloyal. I'm like, these people, and it's some of the same people that's quiet as hell right now. Looking around, hope they don't pull that tape up because I sure told Merce correct. He was a jerk from one five dollars. It's crazy, bro. And, and, and a lot of these, we need these, we need to get some resumes out on these cats because a lot of people is acting like they've been proud of people making money. No, two years ago, you didn't want nobody making no money and you said so. So I, it, it, it was ridiculous. I'm just gonna throw that there. No, I got. Well, I will tell you that since I met you, you're probably one of my favorite followers on on the internet in general. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps it real. He's the people's champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, he's definitely my champion. He, I'm probably one of the people. I'm I go still search poor. The time uh, it's cool. For. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just said. I think, like you know, just like with everything, I'm pretty sure there there's a lot of things that we wish that we can uh, do faster. And um, there, there's a lot of people who, you know, I, I just happen to be the popular guy who didn't benefit from it. But there's a lot of guys who could have used help. And there was a lot of yeah. people who criticized. Uh, but, but, but for me personally, my, my just my redemption in all of it is that my life is in order. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. um, re regardless of bad decisions, regardless of irresponsible stuff that was done on both ends by me and by them, uh, and just no matter what happened, like it, it doesn't bother me just because I just, you know, it happens and, Life is great for me now, um, but you know, there's other people who didn't do, who didn't get through it, and it, it, it affected in a negative way. And people did have harsh words for it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I read a lot about. Like, you'll find it now that you'll spend more time around me. I always reference like spiritual uh, information, right? Mm -hmm. I read a bunch of books on spirituality and consciousness, right? And so I just would rather focus on the good, right? right. I, I'm just happy that the kids are, are getting the money now. That's it. I'm happy that, um, yeah, I, I'm happy from there because well, I, I can get like into a rock and sock and fight with everybody. People, <laughs> are, I, I think I, people are still complaining that, oh, it's, it's unruly. It's out of control. I mean, so what? Yeah. I, I think guys should make whatever the hell they make. And, and you know what? We're getting closer to that. I don't care if schools and, pay them. I don't care if they hand them cash. I don't care what they Marie, do. Marie, Who gives a crap? I, I may have told you this before. One of my favorite sayings in the world is how I live my life. Life, I, I think you're there too. Uh, the hate corrodes the, the the vessel that carries it. Like if you're filled with yes. hate, it's going to rot you to the core. And if you, yes. you have to you have to unlock the hate and let it go, it will it will heat you up from the inside out and destroy you. And I know that you were in that place at one point. You're clearly not now. But I gotta ask you this. You're back for this 20-year anniversary of the national championship. And I can't think of another person that can go to another place on the planet that can experience unbelievably high memories and gut-wrenching low memories like Columbus and Ohio State must elicit for you. Right. What do you imagine this weekend is going to be like tomorrow? What is that going to be like for you as you have this flood of emotion and memories, both good and and yeah. awful wash over you. Crazy. Yeah, well, it started, um, believe it or not, it started two or three days ago. Uh, and just for reference, um, and I'm not letting any count out the bag, but ESPN, the irony is that ESPN had contacted me and they said they wanted to do like a follow-up uh, in comparison to the last 10 or to, to the last 10 years, right? And so they got with me and uh, out of all people, Gene Wojciechowski, who I didn't have a great relationship with before, right. we had got together and we had did a story. And I didn't like him uh, for personal reasons around a one and done story he had done on me. Mm -hmm. But spiritually, um, I remember Mike Tyson said it to me. He said, man, everything I hate, uh, I make sure I get closer to because I want to figure out why I hate it. And I, I learned that from Mike a couple years ago. And I said, man, why do I keep on resisting or hating this man for something that happened 20 years ago? So I got around him, 
And as he was uh, catching up with me in my life, uh, like something spiritual over me came. It was like, man, like let little stuff go. Let like nuance go. Let yes. like just stupid problems uh, go. And I told him like, you know, uh, when we're sitting down one on one. I was like, man, I'm happy that I had a chance to spend time around you as an adult because I didn't realize I felt like this way for nothing. And, you know, he was 20 years ago and I was 20 years ago and whatever happened, happened. And what ended up coming from it was just like uh, going down memory lane of, of just all the things that have happened to me in my life and the things that have started to happen, uh, like all the things that happened at Ohio State, the bad and then the good that's mm -hmm. happening in my life now. And, uh, you know, I had moments, man, where, you know, 10 years ago, I was selling T-shirts outside of the stadium, um, just getting out of prison, you know, just trying to figure my life out. And then, you know, now I'm in a, in a drastically different situation. And just all of what took place uh, during that time. And, you know, uh, we, I, I didn't even realize it then, but, you know, we lost four uh, football players, Will Smith, Shane Olivier, Ivan Douglas, who's there from Cleveland, and uh, Mike Kula. You know, he's a guy who came in with my class. And so all of that stuff and just all of my personal experience, um, it, it was just wild, you know. And I, I, would be, I would be lying to you if, uh, like, 10 years ago it didn't mean too much because you had – Trussell on the backside of his deal, and I was still just trying to figure my life out after prison. But I was working out one of these mornings, and like um, almost like in like a heroic sort of like movie way, where you feel like, man, like this shit or the stuff actually worked out. You know, uh, me getting my life back in order, um, me focusing on doing the things that it, that it takes to get your life in order. Uh, all of the time invested into doing like repairing my life, all of it worked out. And uh, walking back with a with a bigger sense of pride, and my mother being able to see it, and my brother flew in from uh, uh, from Nevada. He came in, and he's been able to see it. And you know, I got uh, two kids, or I got a third kid on the way uh, later on this month. And but my daughter, she's sixteen. I, she was six when I went back last time, and they were still living in Omaha. But then I got a three year old son, and so you know, just things worked out, and it feels good. And um, you, you know, you don't get too many of these moments, and then you walk in a stadium where um, and I'm not just sure people realize this. It's a lot of time. Like, I don't care. Whatever you, whatever sports you play, and if you've ever went on any championship run, uh, there's a lot of extra work. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of seriousness. There's a lot of meetings. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of overcoming self-doubt. There's a lot of everything. You know, then when you leave there, and um, you know, then when you, when you deal with the media, you deal with questions, and you deal with character assassinations, and then you deal with stress and depression and drinking and drugging and overcoming that that's all a part of my life it's not like a movie and a fairy tale and like a uh, like some some disney fairy tale it's like a real thing and so um you know like you, i don't know a lot of people don't get a chance to get to this moment and so I've, I've definitely started it prior to this i definitely had a moment where uh tears came down from my, my face more from being happy uh for myself that i you know that that you actually grew up and you know just became a responsible citizen and then, you know, and, and then now just like the day will be, you know, will be part of it. You know, later on tonight we go to um, a reunion with all the players. You know, all the players will be there, Coach Trussell and uh, D'Antonio. And some of these guys are still coaching then. You know, they were still coaching during the 10-year reunion. But now, you know, Coach Trussell's about to retire. And then I think it's like 30 or 40 of the players will be there. So wow. we'll have that. But uh, there's, no, there's nothing like being back in the stadium. You know, um, I, and I, I say this with pride, and I don't know if I'm speaking too long, but I take it serious, man. Uh, I never played for money. I never was one of those guys that said, hey, man, I want to play to get rich. I played for, like, just pride. Like, you know, I'm, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. I played football in Warren. And people played for, like, pride and who was better and who worked the harder, who put in the most work to become that guy. And I remember – I just remember, like, uh, there was poor people who, who – like, back then you could afford a ticket for, like, $50, $60, $70. And I remember people who were, and I say poor, that's a bad word, but um, people didn't have really the means, but they would appreciate you for working, for running hard. And it was like the greatest thing that happened to them. And like, I played for that. And even as I'm talking to you right now, I can feel when I say that, because I can remember a man, he had three little kids and looked like they didn't have too much, but this Buckeye experience was everything to him. And so like, I was into playing for that. Not necessarily like, you know, like I want to be the cool kid or anything. And, and there's not wrong for people who do play for that, like do it for whatever you do it for. Uh, and so when I think about the memories and when people ask me to be in, like they, they were asking me to be involved in certain events, I say, I don't want to come to that because this thing means more to me. I don't want to, like, I don't want to be a part of like somebody's uh, circus show. Like this thing actually means a lot to me where you couldn't pay me to be a part of something. Uh, like I, I really love it. You know, I got pride for Ohio. I love all Ohio sports, even though I got a, a Raider shirt on. I saw that. 
And now I went out there to speak for him, and Josh is my guy. But you know, I'm, I'm from Ohio, bro. I'm, I'm I'm from Ohio. I'm happy to be from Ohio. I love all Ohio teams. Uh, I, w- I was a Youngstown State fan at first when when they were running all the championships in Division One AA. Uh, that's me. I'm proud to be from Ohio in Ohio. That's me. And so I don't know. Did, well, everything I just said. That's what's in my mind when I go into the stadium, and the, like, and the people who appreciate it, uh, you'll see them. Like, I, oh, you'll see. I got a different fan. Like, my fans like deeply love me, and they I, they don't care what I do. They like I just love like the effort that you have. I have like like it's different. Like you'll see. Like if you ever around, like people like love me differently than somebody who just played a sport. I don't know, and it's more connected to life. And like I'm happy you didn't give up on yourself and right. like life and effort more than a football and a touchdown, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, enjoy tomorrow. I'm sure you will. And, and take in those cheers. Cause I can't wait to see the, the shoe react to you the way I know they're going to, before we let you go, I want to quickly show a piece of tape. Um, we talked about the NIL deals. I think you've probably seen this by now, but uh, Steve, if we can run <laughs> the clip from CJ Stroud, um, sort of sharing that NIL love yesterday, and then I'll get you to, to comment on the backside of it, if we can roll it. Uh, I just wanted to do something for the team, so I got everybody a uh, $500 gift card to go to Express, get y'all on suits, man. Make sure y'all really get some suits, man. Look fly, man. Make sure y'all look for the team. Well, family, That's close to $50,000 that he just gave away. Yeah, so that contradicts to the point that all these young kids would get this money and just do something foolish, right? Right. He, he, he really took cool. he took an opportunity that was created for him, and he made other people feel good. There, there's a lot of good you can do with money, like just because you're able to make money, it doesn't it, it doesn't you, you shouldn't make the assumption that, that some kid will be responsible just because he has some resources. But I'm, I, well, I looked at it two different two ways. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know the family who owns the Express brand here in uh, Columbus and. I'm proud that they did that with him, and I'm proud that he was able to make that happen. So, like, it just proves the point, man. You can do good and make a whole lot of people feel better. Uh, what, 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 I think the Dion said, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. <laughs> so whatever Dion said back in yeah, the day. It's true. It's very true. You got a great attitude, man. I'm going to tell you what. Man, it, it, there's a lot of people that would have not made it back to where you at, right? I mean, it's a testament and people reason people mess with you like that is different because we know what the circumstances where you come from. There's a lot of people that come from them same circumstances and a lot of people don't understand if you make it past 25 or or 30 and, and you here still breathing. That's the thing. Not only did they take your money, they took your money. They tried to assassinate your character. But the thing that was crazy is now you look back at it and you doing better than you ever, ever, ever done in your life. And it was without football. It was, it's a business. It's a relationships. And that's a testament to show every education don't have to be in a school. Education could no. be mm-hmm. in life lessons mm-hmm. and, and, and you graduated with honors. Value to it. So Maurice, I want to just say this yeah. to you is from one Buckeye to another, your, yeah. your, your testimony. Right, I appreciate what you did for me in Warrensville with them kids. Right, I appreciate. Yeah, that, you, right? you brought me up there. Yes. Right, 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 <laughs> right. So, but I'm gonna just say your testimony is a beacon for all these other kids out here because they don't know the pathway. You've seen the good, bad, and ugly. You've been on top, been on the bottom, and, and somewhere in between. And look how you came out on the other side. Right. You just, yeah. keep, You just keep doing what you're doing. He's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah. Well, we love well, you. You know like that. Like I said. Uh, we we got to run. Thank you. But, but um, hey, wait. Yep. Go well, ahead. This is going to be with us every week during football season. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Hey, welcome to the fam. Get in the building on that one, right? Shoot. It's different in yeah. studio. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Every chance I get to get up there, I promise you I will be. But I, I, nice. I just enjoy it. It's cool what's going on up there, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, nice. we're, we're thrilled to have you. Yes, Mo, sir. enjoy tomorrow. Yes, Listen closely to those cheers. Listen closely to them because they're, <laughs> they're coming from folks' hearts. Yeah. Take care. Enjoy nice. the game tomorrow. OH. I.O. There you go, brother. Nice. There you go. Maurice Claret. Yeah. Um, when did you say he was going to be on, Mikey, in the football season? He's going to be on one day a what, week, once a week, every week during the football season. Nice. Yeah. So finalizing nice. the day. We think it'll be Thursdays. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully change. later in the week, yeah. obviously, yeah. As, as you get closer to the college football. I think Thursday – 
Thursday or Friday, either one is good. I think actually, wait, I think now it's Tuesday. I'm thinking. I was, I was hoping it would be later. The reason being, like, a lot of times at ESPN, we would go really hard Thursday on college football, right. mm-hmm. even right. though it was two days away, because yeah. Friday we went really hard on NFL. Yeah. So, it's, and it'll I know on Friday we'll be going deep. It will be on, Thursday. Will okay, be Thursday's perfect. Oh, I think that's good. great. Um, I'm glad you said what you said. Yeah, that's Maurice does a ton of what he did for mm-hmm. you that people don't even know about. If you call Maurice and you say, hey, listen, I would love for you to tell your story to a group of kids. He's going to make it work. He may not be able to get it in on his schedule when you need it, but if you work with him long enough, he's going to do it. He's not going to do it for money. He's not going to do it for attention. He's not going to do it for any other reason because he believes that he has an obligation mm-hmm. to give back. And he, he might be, and this, this is going to sound hyperbolic, he might be one of my favorite athlete slash people that I've ever got to know really well. I had a slot set up for Maurice to uh, come speak to, uh, to the Warrensville community and a bunch of kids at, at, at high school some years ago, uh, right after he was just coming out of his, uh, his, his situation. And we set up, I set up for him to just come do an hour. You know, he agreed to do an hour, right? And so he stayed for two and a half hours. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet he went way longer than that. Two and a half hours, and the place was riveted. Yeah, the audience was riveted. It's just, it's just like when you guys had him on the first time when he gave us when he was on the set. Yeah, people at my job were like, "That's unbelievable." The story, Man, his the story testi- is amazing. The testimony is Brad, as somebody who you've devoted the bulk of your post-playing career public to, to, to public service mm-hmm. and to making young people's lives mm-hmm. as good as they can be, how do we tap in to? not just Maurice, but others like Maurice, and get them in front of more people on a regular basis. It almost seems to me like we, we pay all of these public people, mm-hmm. but, I, and I don't mean to diminish politicians right. at all. Right. And you're different because you also have a pro story mm-hmm. and, a, and a personal story mm-hmm. that people can grab onto. Mm-hmm. But we spend a lot of our public dollars paying the director of this and the director of that and this and that. When in reality, I feel it's people like Maurice that can have more impact on the future of our country and our young people than any of these people that we're paying collectively millions or billions right. of dollars to. I just, how do we tap into that more? Well, we have to, we have to make the reconnection. It, it's for me, uh, to me, I always feel like I owed the people that gave me an opportunity to give the life that I had, right? Right. And so those are the young people in wars with it were opening doors for me at rec centers at times that shouldn't have been open. And so I felt like there was a, a way to give back. And most players that I know, they come from situations that they would participate in. But the system sometimes, the professional system has separated, mm-hmm. tried to separate that athlete 100% agree with that. Because they feel like when the two worlds combine, something bad is going to happen in it. But it but, but and so we'll say, you, you, I live on the east side. Well, now you move out to Elyria. You stay in Elyria. You stay in Westlake, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not from Westlake. I'm from Shaker. I'm from Bedford, mm-hmm. right? And my connections are, well, no, you live over there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, not, I'm just not disparaging a, a location. No. But it's the separation. I don't care if I was in Chicago. Don't go to South Side Chicago. Sure. Don't go downtown Chicago. There's stigmas that stay come along style, with that. Stay, stay out Northbrook. Stay over there, right? And the separation. So now you get people real angst about, oh, I can't trust the, anybody the, around the, here. The people need to be able to touch you. Right. And the this ones, dude can change people's lives by the thousands. Jay, are the ones that can reach out to, I think, of Jim Jones, Austin Carr. Yes. You can reach out and touch them. Sure. Right? That's how I grew up. I touched them when I was young. Right? So I would listen to them. That's why I brought Maurice in. I said, Maurice, tell your story. I bet every kid that was there remembers it vividly. Vividly. Right? And, and I, it, it probably changed a lot of kids' lives. Douglas, you got something? Yeah, you know who else could change lives? What's Who's that? that? Tyvis Powell. Ah, no question. National champion, MVP, Tyvis. <laughs> Save us here, brother. Tyvis. Oh, look at him. Hey, Tyvis, what shoes you got on? Right. I need to see. You playing around. I can't see him. What you got? Hold on. Oh! You got the house slipper on. Tyvis, here's the important I mean, question. I mean, you like that. You know what? Hold on. First of all, let me address something. This, yeah. this, this, this is on my mind yesterday. Gee. G- Garrett, I can't even call you G. Garrett, who do you think you are? Go call me out on social media? You don't want to play those designer games with hey, me, I'm okay? He called you out? 
You called him what, out? What did you do? Man, I missed it. what? Ooh, he got a whole tweet there. up there reciting battle bars and all <laughs> kind of stuff. Oh, he woke now. He woke up. September coming. Tyvis, September coming. He's here. I don't listen. I don't play fair. I don't play fair, and I don't play children's games. <laughs> You're a grown man. Tyvis, are you more excited about the start of the Buckeye season or the Donovan Mitchell trade right now? Ooh. Oh, the Buckeyes season, man. That's, 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 the Buckeyes is near and dear to my heart. Obviously, yeah. I, I uh, played there. and uh, we, I'm, I'm a football player. I mean, boy, let's be realistic. I'm a football player. I'm excited to see football. I want them to change the tape. I'm so sick hearing how soft they is or how the defense ain't this. I'm so sick of that. So I know, because I didn't talk to some people over there, they didn't went back to – the offseason, like it went back to the tough love. Coach Mick, the strength coach, that went that back too. to 20, 2013 and 2014, Coach Mick. So he uh it's gonna be a rough offseason for him. I know they're ready to uh, get back out there. It should be a mean team. And they should, you know, they're gonna handle business, man. They, they, it shouldn't even be close. So you're taking the you're taking the points, right? The, 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 the points. The points. The points. You're laying the points. Yeah, the points ain't enough. That ain't enough. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I Listen, I agree with you. Uh, Ohio State traditionally isn't a team that will blow out an opponent early, a good opponent like this. Um, I don't think it's going to be close. I, I hope I'm it's not wrong and eat my words on Monday, but I think I, I, I this Notre Dame team just doesn't have the firepower. It's one of those ones that – is everybody, if you've been an Ohio State fan, you know how traditionally it's going to go. By halftime, it might be a 7-10 to 10 point game, but that second half, they're going to make them checks and them adjustments, and they're just going to roll because it's just it's too much. It's too much. And the biggest challenge, though, because I was doing some research on this, that according to the PFF, Ohio State got the number one line in college football. And number two is Notre Dame. Oh, so wow. it's going to be interesting to see if this defensive line – can get some pressure in there because they got they got these guys. They got Jack Sawyer. They got JTT and Zach Harrison, who was all highly recruited guys. And it's time for them to show up. Like, we've been missing that since the Bosa's and since Chase home. But one of them has to step up and make plays. You know, I'll tell you what, Tyvis, man. One of my one of my good friends, Mike Doss, uh, Ohio State legend. Um, one thing oh, yeah, that, he stayed around the corner for me. Yeah, see, you know, they, you I know, didn't know him, him and Maurice Claret. They both stay like right around the corner. I mean, we got to figure out where how Maurice Claret got all these houses. I just gave, gave him all these props. He got like 10 houses. Hey, Maurice, come on, though. You, you stay in Oklahoma, but then you live in, in, in New York, but you be here every week. I'm, I'm confused. I need to understand. Get a private but, <laughs> but I will say this, Tyvis, I'm, I'm missing that, that, that that support from the secondary where you know back in the day where even him and Malik Hooker and and Kurt Coleman guys was taking the football away. Um, do they got somebody back there that you looking at that can be one of them type guys that can take it away and knock you out a little bit. Well, I mean, when you look at their secondary, I think they all are talented. I mean, you got Denzel Burke, who was a freshman last year, but he was really like that guy. Now, granted, he didn't get that many interceptions, but a lot of people didn't go at him. He established himself early as that guy that they, that you don't try. So it, it goes to the other side of the field where you got Cam Brown and Jordan Hancock who has to make those plays. And I think they have the ability to. Cam Brown was a guy who's like really fast, but he had that Achilles injury like two years ago. And last year, he was his first year back on the field. So I think that's kind of why he was a little hesitant. Jordan Hancock is the guy that I've been hearing yeah. all offseason. They talking about he that deal. You understand me? So I need to see it. I seen it a little bit in the spring game. But as far as getting the ball back, I mean, you got Ronnie Hickman. The problem is they all seem like they tacklers. But I will say that that has to do with the defensive scheme that they was running. With Jim Knowles, see, Jim Knowles is coming in there, and he's the master of disguise. That's what I call him. Yeah. He going to have them quarterbacks so confused that a lot of times that quarterback going to be thinking they in cover two, they in cover one. He going to throw the ball straight to somebody. Now, listen, Buckeyes, don't be surprised when this happens because it's happened to me before where it's just you can't believe that a quarterback would literally throw you the ball, but it happens a lot. Just make sure you catch the ball and so you don't drive. <laughs> you don't win the and drive off behind. Hey, Tyvis, let's talk about the exciting part of football offense. Enough of this defense nonsense. 
Yeah, well, last year they had they was doing this big experiment. You know, you traditionally you want your left, your tackles, guards, and center. Well, last year they went, you know what? F that. We just gonna go with our best five players, right. our best five offensive linemen, and they all happened to be tackles. So now Paris Johnson Jr. played left guard and he was out of position, but naturally he's a tackle. So now he's going back to his regular position, which is left tackle. And if you check draft boards, they got him like the top tackle in the draft this season. So look for him to have an outstanding season outside of just this game. Then you think of Dewan Jones on the right side. The dude's like freaking LeBron James size playing uh, right tackle to do like 6'9", 300 pounds. So ain't nobody coming. That right side is sold up. Now yeah. what they did do is they got those those got those got traditional guard bodies back in there. And that is what's going to allow Travion Henderson to open up those, uh, open up them lanes so Travion Henderson can hit that. I seen Maurice talking about how uh, Travion got that home run hitting speed. Yeah, he definitely got that. And, that, and that's what – I want to see this uh, this offense go back to being a balanced offense. Like last year, I think they just said, you know what? C.J. Stroud is our best player. We're just going to put the ball in his hand. And it's a big seven on seven. And rightfully so. I mean, you got Garrett Wilson and Olave and JSN. You got to feed them. That's your, that's your horsepower. You got to feed that. But I think now if you want to play late into the season, you got to get Travion involved. And I think that's what we're going to see tonight. I think they want to get back to being that old traditional Ohio State team where they can run the ball and be a balanced attack because if you a balanced offense how do you prepare for that as a defensive coordinator so Tavis who who you think tomorrow has the pressure to perform tomorrow is it is it Ryan Day <laughs> is it nah, CJ hey. Stroud who's got to because you know how the Buckeye faithful are in the building right so yeah, yeah. who's got to who get got to a good start it ain't it's neither it's neither one of them three headed monsters on offense. I'll tell you that it's really the defense. The entire defense is the ones that all the pressure falls on because this season is going to ride or die with the defense. You thought about last year. We had a great offense, but offense is not going to get it done. I don't care what bull over there talking about. <laughs> offense is not going to get it done. You have to play some type of defense. And the reason that they've been falling short is because the defense hasn't been up to par. It hasn't been offense for a long time. So the deep, all the pressure is on the defense, particularly that defensive line, because if they, as you know, as we've seen with Georgia, and even when Chase Young and all of them was there, if you got that game-wrecking defensive end that's in that backfield and penetrating and causing the quarterback to mess up and getting TFLs, it, you'll win those games by 50 points. So it's all going it to have to be on the defense. All right, it's money time. Let's talk about this. Money time. Oscar <laughs> got a lot of people, right? They always got somebody top three, top two. They already over the draft board. But O State be so deep, this was, was nerve wracking. It's always two or three guys that they got that you have no clue about their names. They play the first game and they ball out and they gonna make themselves a lot of money. Give me a name mm -hmm. of somebody who we have no clue who they are today, but oh, next easy. week he's gonna say he's gonna get that money. That's easy. Julian Fleming. Julian Fleming is a guy who's been hurt. He was probably yeah, we know the highest. Kind of. Y'all don't know about Julian. He's been, he been hurt. He's been hurt. Yeah. So he yeah, has, but we know what the expectations are. Exactly. Okay. You, you don't want to go him. You could go with Mecca Obuka. That's a guy who's also been in the return game. And if he gets that ball in his hands, they say he got like Terry Glenn speed. Like that's he ridiculous. So that's and another man. He got a he got a single digit. He better be good. That number two. <laughs> yeah, that number two is classic. He just switched to that dude. You know, listen. Yeah, you, you don't, don't play get deuce. football. If you get that deuce, you gotta be that guy. <laughs> you better, so. you better be that guy. Yeah, that's like one at Michigan. Yeah, yeah. That's uh McNuggets has something for you, Ty. Yeah, well, just on Julian Fleming real quick. When I went down to shoot the softball game with Tyvis, yeah. Fleming and Jackson oh, and Jigbo were there. And Fleming struck out his first at bat and then hit a home run. So Wow. Over the fence. Miss. Over the fence, legit home run. So Tyvis, he should be playing baseball instead of Tyvis. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa well, Ty Tyvis hit that line ground ball, that line hard hit ground ball that this went is, into center field. That was a fielder's choice. This, <laughs> I made, I made, this is what I do. I make great 
baseball high IQ plays. That's that's right. me. That's what I do. Yeah. If, it, if we need something to happen in the clutch, guess what I do? Come through every time. <laughs> you better right, go check. Go, go trim that beard up. <laughs> go trim that beard up. How about that? Ooh, it's it's like a little, look a little scraggly. Right, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's football it's, season. You it's, know? A, it's a little Teddy Pendergrass in that. Uh, McNuggets now has a question for you. I hate y'all. Titus, I do have a question. You may hate us more after this, but would you start on this Ohio State team this year? Ooh, easily, Ooh. easily. Ooh. Now, listen, wow. You need you need a guy who is when you let me let me paint this picture for you. All right, let me let me let me let me. I gotta cross my legs on this. Yeah, yeah. Oh. When you want a guy who, one, is dependable, knows the playbook like the back of his hands, you, you're, you're essentially a coach on the field, you know? So if things don't look right, you don't have to stress, you know? You get a look out there, that guy that can get everybody to play correctly. Then, on top of that, if they're not playing up to their standards, you need a guy that's going to get into this defense, that's going to motivate these guys. Now, granted, it's Notre Dame, so they shouldn't need any added motivation. But you know how these kids are nowadays. Yes, these kids. And so, you know, you need that guy that has these that leadership. Kids, and on top of all of that, when you need a play, when you need a big play made to, to swing momentum or win a game, <laughs> who's better than me? I mean, I'm just and, we, we, and by the way, like, even if, like, first of all, it's an insulting question that Mike asked because obviously Tyvis could start on this team. However, even if Tyvis couldn't, he, of course, would say yes anyway. That's what are you talking no, about? No, I would not. That's not, yes, that's not true. I would you 100% would. If you, if you, listen, if you ask me, if you ask me would I start on the Browns today, I would tell you no because they don't need me. As well, could you play Major saying. League Baseball right now? Easily. Oh my oh God! God. <laughs> hey, if you, that's absurd. If you if you close your eyes, you, you you think you talking to Derek Jeter and, <laughs> no, and, and, and hey, Charles Woodson? Jeter Woodson. Wait, I got a question right here. This one is yeah. for bull. Yeah, bull. I was just. Yeah. Am I am yeah, I better I am I better hitter than Austin Hedges? Hey, no, no. Times I'm gonna keep him on. Wow. He's a major leaguer. Tyvis, you're taking over, over me. He's a better. He's a. <laughs> he's, he's a, a major leaguer. He's a bad hitter for off. major leaguers, like but he's still a major leave. leaguer. He's about to leave mean? over that. Tyvis, oh, I could have played. Tyvis, I love you. You're a great athlete. Didn't work out. You wouldn't get a Guard single hit in major league baseball. Listen, they, they Tyvis, the Cavs need a fifth starter. Oh, I see. You. Know, I, I, I'd be a three and D guard easily. Tyvis Powell, listen up here. I'm guarding your back over here. They knife you in the back over here, bro. I'm guarding your back over here, right? They killing you over here. Now you, 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 Jeter, Jeter Woodson, Jeter, Tyvis Judge, Tyvis Ken Griffin third. Ken Griffin third is what I go by. Tyvis Otani. He does it all. That's fine too. That's fine. You got to do both. Offense and defense. Just saying. You know what, Todd? I'm just glad you don't lack confidence. I love you just the way you are, bro. It doesn't matter to me. In the NFL, you have to have confidence, which is funny, which is funny because I never always had this confidence. I didn't mm. actually <laughs> my career would have been a lot better if I was this confident in like, <laughs> like my first couple of years. In the league. I, who knows? I, you wouldn't even know. Y'all would be talking about me instead of with me if I, mm. if I had this confidence yeah. back in the day. I'm You're right. Saying. It is Deion Sanders-esque. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. Very yeah. much. Y'all is hilarious, man. <laughs> hey, who are we talking about uh, Saturday night as the player of the game? Who is it? Well, I personally would love for it to be Travion Henderson just for the fact that I want that run game to be there. I want it to be established. Because if you – if we after us losing the team of North game, why was it so bad? The fashion that they won the game, it was yeah. so dominant. They ran the ball and they played great defense. And if we can run the ball, if you can't stop the run as a team, if you can run the yeah, ball down dominant. somebody's throat, it's a dominant performer. Like, you you own them. There's nothing that they can do. They can't stop you. You win so in I the trenches. Yeah, you, I just I would love for it to be Trayvon Henderson because Notre Dame will feel that for the rest of the season. They'll be like, man, they just – we not as good as we thought we would be. And people – everybody will look at the tape and be like, oh, we're going to run the ball. Tyvis, if you was getting an IL, how much money would you give your teammates? Oh man, listen. So I, I learned about this. I, I had a 
dinner with uh at the shoe the hundred year shoe thing and i was talking to a couple of the players that was there and i was like how y'all how does the nil work like how do y'all get y'all deals and stuff well i learned that it was all based off of like everything it's all off of social media followings and stuff like right. that so if you ain't got a ton of followers you ain't getting a big deal you get no money and it yeah and in college i wouldn't i ain't i was in the thousands i wasn't in the tens of thousands and stuff like that so I had, you know, got me a little deal, got a little deal. I, had a little, I, I wouldn't have been broke, but I wouldn't have been bald. I wouldn't have been no millionaire or anything like that. But what'd you think? I'm of, like, what'd you think I'm of like CJ Pereto. passing out those uh, gift cards? Five hundred dollar gift card, CJ Stroud. Well, you know, he's an ambassador for them, so I mean, you know, it's the it's the least he could do, right? You know, he looked out for your guys. You know what? It shows that. If I if I get on, I'm gonna put my boys on too. Like that's what you want in your leader. So Great it was nice to see you do something. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like if I if I cut a deal with with Canes, like I'm getting everybody free Canes. It's on me tonight. Yeah, All right, I'm coming, through, I'm coming through Columbus tomorrow. Make sure I get some Canes. If you, if you right. ever get a Jordan deal, <laughs> oh, if you ever get a Jordan deal, the first thing I'm gonna do is hate for at least two weeks. Then I'm gonna call no, you, you and say I need them to be at my house. <laughs> Every I'm not gonna take no for an answer. I need them at my doorstep. Listen, Jordan should have Jordan should have been sponsoring me back when I was playing. We would have. Jordan, listen, hold on. Jordan is worth like a billy right now. I could have got him too. Do you really? Do you really want me to deliver that message? No, no, no. Hey, don't tell him, Brad. He really dropped the ball on this. Like, you messing up for all of us. Stop it. <laughs> what is your what, hey, Tyvis, what does your wife have to say about this uh, unbridled confidence? Uh, hey, he's talking in the basement, man. I'm downstairs. I can't talk to you. His entire <laughs> energy changed. It's like he got unplugged. Oh, oh yeah, I got a wife. Like a Friday. Yeah. I'm going to just tuck mine in. Tuck my chain hey, in. Hey, I forgot. <laughs> She probably can hear me. She probably yeah, up there shaking yeah. her head right now. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely shaking her head right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too good. My my wife knows. She knows that I'm good. Like, like my yeah. it, it kills her because she don't really want to admit it because she know that I'm like this person. Yeah. So it, it hurts her to give me a compliment, but it's just some things that's undeniable, Jay. I you know, like it's just you, you can't help it. You got to say it because it's the truth. You can't lie. You can't lie. Why do you really believe you could hit better than Austin Hedges right now in the majors? Right now today. Yeah. Yep. You sure really can. believe Guardians. That? Guardians, get with me. Have your people contact that, my people. Anthony, so uh, Ty, if we get you, know you 100 is, major is, league at bats, how many hits are you getting? 100. Listen, <laughs> Jay. This is what you're <laughs> Let's get him a weekend he trial. He can't even get one. A weekend trial. Would he get one, Jay? Hey, no, he wait, wouldn't get yeah, one. Because he'd he, he get lucky. He, he would get lucky. He'd sit on a fastball. When's and the last time you played baseball, Tyvis? The softball game. No, baseball. No, baseball. Real baseball. Oh, baseball. Like baseball, baseball. Oh, uh, uh -oh. 2010. 20, 2010. Oh, what, yeah. what, what level was it, though? Varsity. What's wrong? Well, don't play with me. You better check my record. What, what, what did you hit in high school? Ah, that's irrelevant. Probably, <laughs> probably like, if, if, I, if I had to throw a number out there, I'd, I'd probably say like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Time has never changed. Never oh, changed. Time is going to get Time's high school baseball coach. <laughs> What's your high school baseball coach's name and know? number if you've got it? Pete Priola was his name. Well, guess what? Pete's, Pete's on I the show. Pete's on the I show right might, now. Uh, Listen. I don't know if he, he, he became the basketball coach. I don't know no. if he still is. Time is. We got a surprise for you. Pete is on the show right now. Say hello to Pete. Dad, what's up, Pete? Dad, don't tell him the truth. <laughs> did you see, did you see his face? <laughs> his face was like, hold on. Well, uh, hey, you I gonna, say, uh, you uh, thought uh, I was going to change? He uh, gonna, you know uh, what? He's going to come on the show, and he's going to be like, you know what? I tried to talk Tybus into playing baseball because it's just when you see those kids at that age, the, his fundamentals and how good he was, if yeah. he would have just stayed with it, he could have really been something. I think we need he did to book. We need to book. Coach. Like, he did his stuff right. against certain. You find football. him, Tybus. I didn't want to have to do it to you. I, you know, there. You know, I've been lying. I'm a, I'm a wolf in sheep clothing. <laughs> I, I, to be truthful, I might be the best hitter on the panel. I might be the best hitter on the panel. Oh my god! You know what? This is, well, this is hey the guys, I, this I, is I, I was a good hitter in high school. I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. At 56 years old, <laughs> yeah. last year, what you hit, Jay? 
I squared up a ball that went <laughs> probably 380 20, feet, ooh. and and that's this is not a lie. It was a home run, and there were there were it's it's a Solon High School, okay. and they have tall evergreens behind left field. Yeah, they do, and it was still going up when it went over. Ooh. So how many over hits the you trees? think you can get in the majors? Hundred at bats. I'm going to be honest here. Be honest. Well, so I'm not honest? No. no. You're, not no. Getting th- you're not getting 100 hits. Y'all are sick. You'd be lucky Y'all are sick. I won. I could, I, could, uh, I could get at least 15 hits. I would hit 150. 15? I, w- with, I believe with I could. Fielders. Yeah. With fielders. With yeah. fielders. Oh, yeah, in games. How many, in games. How many, how many pitches hey, would it take for you to, go, to, to hit it out of a progressive field? Uh. Well, now I tell you, I've taken batting practice at Major League Parks a number of times. Okay. Uh, I've, I've hit them out with metal bats. I've hit one out with a wood bat. I will, I will tell you, and, and by the way, my home run last year was a wood bat. Okay. But it's a different deal, Tyvis, to get a ball <laughs> yeah. to jump off a yeah. wood bat. Uh, yeah. you, know why, tough, you know why man. you can't? You know why you can't you you know why you can't hit a thousand, bat a thousand like me? It's all in the mind. You was defeated. Oh, you already <laughs> defeated before you even went to the play. I'm just trying you to be selling honest. your nuggets. Listen, I'm not buying fifteen. Although I no haven't one seen on you this play. panel is getting a single hit in hundred bats. Oh no, no, you're wrong. There's not a chance any you're wrong. of us are getting a single hit. No, you're absolutely right. I guess the minor league pitcher Jay, played at a high level. Here's the thing. Jay has the best chance. And here's the thing. Fifteen's egregious. So he doesn't. Fifteen is too much. I'm not buying it. Austin has his bets one eighty. Miles Straw's Betting 177. Exactly. You tell me you're miles exactly. strong right now. No, no. I give Jay five. I give Tyvis one. I give G That's zero. I give no, 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 no. G, G was a hitter zero. in his day. All right, I give, I'll give G one. Whoa. 175, verifiable in high yeah, school. Yeah, no, hey, I was, was a hitter. hitter in high school too. I don't think I can hit it. Can we go to the bank cages, McNuggets, swings and things? Wait a minute. We can set it up. We can set it up. I got a question. Swings and things. Hey, it's a difference between metaphors and real rap. And let me tell you something. Now, here's the difference between. I guarantee you, if we go to the at the batting cages, if we if we all got in at 90. Within five or six, we're all going to hit it. We're all going to hit it because you know what's coming. The trick isn't hitting 90. It's It's not. It's the curve. The hit, the the trick is, can you hit 90 if there's also a possibility that he's going to throw a slider at 78 that's going to end up three or four inches off the plate? Or throw it near your head, too. You don't know where it's going? Yeah. Ty, how, how fast is your fastball today? Today, you know me, me and you got a, we got a one on one thing going yes. on. I'm gonna take you, now, listen, gonna take now, you right over the fence. Now take into account, I'm 57 and I'm I've, I'm that's two fine. years. Re- that's fine. I, I've torn the rotator cuff, I've torn the, the the bicep tendon and the labrum. If I want to hump up, I'll <laughs> I'll only get to 75 today. But in my prime, I guarantee you, I'm throwing it by you, and you didn't know what happened. I only wish I, Listen, I only oh, wish I could go oh, back to that. I However, I will not throw you fastballs. You will not see a fastball. For me, you'll see cutters <laughs> and sliders. I Why would you, you want to do that? That's that's cheating. Oh, we didn't say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We didn't say that. No, we didn't say that. We cutters, didn't, we was talking just by the way, no sliders. Ninety ninety over ninety percent of major league pitchers at this point. Throw regularly over ninety. They not better just ninety. Yeah, oh, especially now. Yeah, hey, especially we, now. We go. How all, many junk ballers are there? McNuggets. We, very few now. We go Kyle all Hendricks, go to the batting cages. There used to be a lot. Boo yeah. got to get in the batting cages, and we gonna have Brad in the batting cages. Oh, I can still hit the bat. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm, I can hit ninety I'm, miles I'm an hour. I pay top dollar to see Boo swing the bat. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. That's a good baseball player. Can we have this done? Can we have this done? I want it on tape. Hey, put tag board on. I don't know if tag board does See, at everything. Least, hey, hey, Tyvis, at least I'm realistic. Like I was, a, I was a decent high school player. I probably, if I would, if I would have stuck with it, which I, I quit the team before my senior year is a bit, really big regret. I could have probably played Division three baseball, and that's it. That's as far as I would have gone. But uh, I'm realistic. I'm realistic. You can well, hit I could have been anything we all the way. Baseball players, crazy. Yeah, we, I would have been up. So it's we already set up. We did a Listen. we did a um, live shot at Swings and Things maybe I don't know maybe a month ago, and the owner Tim Sorge, uh great guy, big Channel Three fan. He's like anything you ever need, you Done. need a season pass, you need at whatever you need, you call me, and we will I have mean, you guys yeah. out and do whatever you want. So Swings and Things is where this is going to go down. We're mm. coming. And I I went into the Swings and Things. I, I I was so confident that I went into the eighty five and did it live cold. 
for the wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. Jay, like, yeah, Jay. Five come. You, you and, I, and I smoked. You ever, Go ahead. Have y'all on the panel, have y'all ever heard of these two players? Well, there's one player by the name of uh, Bo Jackson. You ever heard of him? Never heard of him, no. <laughs> well, he's this, he's this guy that played, played football soccer, and right? was really – he was, he was pretty good at baseball as well, but you guess who guess who better than him though? Guess who taught him everything he knows? You weren't even born yet. What's it? Jeter Jed. My spirit was there, Jay. My spirit was there. Jeter Jed Griffey. Griffey Rodriguez. We've gone so far off the track. Get these boys out of here. We've gone so far off the track. Tyvis, give us your prediction. Yeah, what guys? Tyvis prediction. We got internet for this game. For this game and the season. For this game and the season. Go ahead. All right. For this game. I got it. My prediction is 45-17 Buckeyes. That's what I had. I can't believe he said that. Wow. <laughs> and for Dang. the season. Is you, it for the season? No, we just Tyvis, that is exactly season, my score. For the season, they, 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 are, they will finish undefeated this season. I think they will have one game this season where they may potentially struggle a do. little bit. Yeah, they always do. And it would be, if, I had to get, if I had to put my finger on it, it's one or two games. I, would, I got Wisconsin one. or Northwestern. Wisconsin, one or two. North, Wisconsin West, is always Wisconsin a tough West. matchup. Yeah, Wisconsin's yeah. always right. there's, there's another. Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin got that running back coming back, and if they that do. if the if the quarterback Graham Mertz can go back to his freshman year, they will actually be they'll win the West. Hands hey, did back. you watch Penn State last night? Because they dodged a bullet, bro. Yeah, yeah they yeah, should have lost they, that they're football not, game. And Purdue started throwing the ball within the fourth quarter when they was I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Run they the completely, clock. They completely gave that football game to Penn State, and the officials did too because. The catch on Purdue's drive was a catch. They called it a catch on the field. Yeah. I know it hit the turf, but the ball never moved. It was a catch. Yeah. And they waved it yeah. off. They end up missing on third down, punting on fourth down, the touchdown drive end. Tyvis, we'll see you. We'll see you next week, buddy. Peace, Peace. out, bro. All right, Tyvis. Tyvis Jackson. <laughs> Tyvis Judge. <laughs> Griffey. All right. What do we got, Mike? So we, we got to do what the internet says real quick. Then yeah. we'll do our predictions and we'll call it a day. We asked the internet. How much will Ohio State beat Notre Dame by on Saturday? Yeah. And whenever we talk to the internet, it's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great Mm -hmm. benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and signing bonuses. Yeah, that's all factual. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. And PCC wants you to know it's 1256 and Michigan still sucks. No. <laughs> That'll like work that. today. Like That'll that. work That'll today. Well, well played. So, yeah, yeah. like we said, let's take tag. Where this was the question again. We got over 150 responses to this, so we can only show three. But we asked for a numerical response, and we got a bunch. So, let's take the first one here, Anthony. This is our bidding. It says by 30 points, so close to what Tyvis and Jay projected. Right. Let's go to the next one. 14 up 21 late. Notre Dame scores in the fourth for a 42-28 win. That would not cover the no, spread. No, that would that would that'd be bad. And lastly, <laughs> 17 and a half because just like everyone else, he needs the Buckeyes to cover the parlay. <laughs> so that is what the internet predicts. Most of the predictions were for Ohio State. We did have a couple Notre Dame Stunner. votes, yeah. but uh, yeah. you know we're not going to give them any acknowledgement on the show. No. So let's yeah. go around the horn. We'll start with Bo. We'll finish with Jay. First game predictions, and then we'll go back around for season predictions. Uh, Buckeyes win 49-24. The defense will struggle a little bit in this game, but as the season goes along, it will get better. Buckeyes are going, uh, they play 12-13, They will not lose a game. Wow. And they win the national championship. How about that? But the defense looks shaky in the opener, but the offense dominates so much it doesn't matter. Buckeyes win 42-14. And for the season, Buckeyes go undefeated, but are scared to death by the uh, Badgers, and I believe it is. Is it the? Uh, Are you playing it out? I'm playing it all the way out. Yeah, I'm playing it all the way out. And they and they're not scared in the championship game yeah, by Alabama. Well, well, no, I'm just saying undefeated in the I'm regular, regular season. season. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not going all okay. the way out. And all then right. the, the second game that, that that scares me is always the Michigan game scares me because they've got new life again. So you're gonna have to meet that head on here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is I, I got Ohio State 38-13 um, for the season. I got them go actually being undefeated um, 
and they'll go to the Final Four, but I think there'll be two SEC teams that'll be waiting for them. Um, I, I we'll give you that prediction then, but I, I think they. Oh, you're holding out. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they relatively get to the final four. I years. thought you were gonna say undefeated and win. I was gonna be like, you know what we look like now is that Saturday Night Live show. <laughs> Dull Bears, <laughs> Dull Bears, <laughs> Bears. They're gonna win every game and they're gonna win a hundred to nothing. Um, in that. What a great. In that, that same was. vein, uh, I, I see the Buckeyes winning 45-17. I can't believe Tyvis had my exact number. Mm-hmm. 45-17. I do think it will be a little closer early on as they feel each other out. Um, the Buckeye defense scares me a little bit. Uh, it's a new system. It's new verbiage. Everything is different about it. Um, and I'm not sure that Knowles has the personnel yet mm. in-house that he's going to need to run his system. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. A lot of times when a new coach comes in, he looks around his offensive talent. He's like, I got big slow guys and I want to run a pistol. I want to, I want to move. I want to go. So I think he doesn't have the players and horses that he needs there yet. He'll get them there. But 45, 17, I think they run the regular season undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have them losing to Alabama in the championship game. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. It's going to be a close one. I, I came up with 42 questions for today's show. We've done one so far. That's great. So I'm going to throw one more out at you guys before right. we say goodbye. <laughs> 42. That's crazy. I, we literally got to one. <laughs> So, you know what? That's that, that, that's overproducing, and I'd rather overproduce. Well, Tyvis took us down the baseball train yeah, again, and it's over. Trails. It is okay. Yeah. So, two of us predicted that Ohio State wins the championship. Two of you guys predicted they don't. Yeah. If the Buckeyes win it all this year, does Ryan Day dip to the NFL? Oh, no. No, absolutely nope. not. No. I, I, I would never – I'm be honest with you. Like, I would never – if would I was a successful that? NCAA would, coach, I, I would, would never but be – But there have been a lot of people saying that he does have interest in it at some point. He does. I think everybody does. Everybody listens. But there's just – there's something about – I'll say no, but I wouldn't be surprised State. if at some point he did. At some point, maybe. Yeah. I just don't think it would be after this year. It's just, um, it's just like being – you can either work for ESPN or you can work for ABC News Tonight. I'm not trying to sit up there with all them clothes on and, and have to deliver the news like, oh, no, this is Garrett Bush. There's well, war in Iraq again. No, yeah, right. no, I don't want that. I want to yeah. come in here and put my joints on. How much money y'all going to give me? It's the same, about the same? Yeah, yeah, give me that. He's paid like an NFL coach right now. He is. I, I think that there, there might even be some trepidation from NFL coaches. This has been a trend. There was a college, Guys yeah. that have gone from the uh, college ranks to been, the NFL and had great su- success, you can successful. count on one hand. Yeah. It's very, very rare. It's a yeah. different beast altogether. See Urban Meyer for the most recent it's, example of that. If Saban couldn't do it, and Saban was on the coach, he's the college Bill Belichick pre- yeah. coach with Bill Belichick in Cleveland. He had but all the pedigree. I don't if know he that we know it, he couldn't do it. He was only there like two years. Well, right? he didn't do it in the years that he was there, and the way he quit, <laughs> he's like, bad, he'd yeah. never be able to do it again. I got no time for this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I, I don't think he'll do that. I think they have a, a coach on their staff yeah. right now. That will be an NFL coach within five years. Well, listen. His name's Brian Hartline. The good news for Urban Meyer is now people will be less interested when he's feeling up 19-year-olds in the bar. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. I'm the bad guy? Didn't he do that? Do we want one more question or no? <laughs> yeah, give us another one. We got the bad We got cleanse the palate. Cleanse the palate. <laughs> right, last question. Give me that Cabernet to close it out. I'm the bad guy. Last Urban question. We, go. we know Jackson okay. Smith and Jigba, arguably the best receiver in college football, probably the best, if yeah. not the best. The question is, can Marvin Harrison Jr., Fleming, and Abuka make up for 70% of the production left behind from Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave? You don't have to. I, I, yes. I never thought – I was never one of those guys to be like, oh, next guy up. But dealing with the Buckeyes, this next they guy. They proved up. it in the bowl game. Yeah, yeah, they, they, got great get, they lost, they lost their horses, yeah. and they said, we'll take you, and we'll take you, and they, they broke the record. Fleming yeah. is they had a like, record-setting game. Fleming yeah. and Harrison will easily have 1,000 yards this year. I'm going to just let y'all know They're going to put right up now. huge numbers, all of them. They're all yeah, stuck. And the same guy is throwing the football, right. and as long as he stays healthy, then I see this Ohio State team running all the way to the championship game. And if their defense, to, to your point, Bull, I think you're right. They will struggle early. They'll get better. Yeah. Right. If they get to a point by January that Knowles feels comfortable and he can really pull the pin out of the grenade, so to speak, right. and just let everybody come, because he runs an aggressive scheme yeah. and he wants to attack, which I love. love we it. haven't seen that at Ohio State years. In, in a long time. No blitzes, nothing. No. I mean, I think Shiano, when he was there, would, would 
he was creative with this stuff, but it was way too infrequent. Yeah. I think with this guy, when he gets his horses, we're going to be looking at a defense that I think can can rival the offense that Ohio State has had the last couple and, and of years. To pick you up from your last comment, I will give you this one. Uh, C.J. Stroud is better than Baker now. There you go. Ooh, so Baker this. Well, listen, if he ends up being the number one overall draft pick, C.J. Stroud right now is better would be Baker better Baker. in the NFL than Baker. Is that what he's saying? Skills, talent for talent, he's yeah. better than Listen, Baker they today. both might end up being Heisman Trophy winners and first overall draft picks. That's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of what mm-hmm. you just said is we'll be able to figure it out. No yeah. Ohio State quarterbacks were drafted in the first round, right? Listen, Ohio State quarterbacks well, have notoriously oh, yes. yeah. flopped in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, when you're naming Arch Schleister as yeah. the guy still, that broke through. Still. And they had Troy Smith. And Troy Smith, I thought, I mean – Troy Smith was that deal. I don't know what happened between people thought Troy Smith, Terrell yeah. Pryor, well, Justin Fields was drafted in the first Braxton round. Braxton yeah. Miller. There were a lot of guys that well, they Justin Fields. There. We don't know yet. He hasn't been given much of an opportunity. Yep. Yeah. But but he, so far, Joe Burrow. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he didn't count. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you're right. You're right. Why'd you go and transfer? <laughs> one more, and it's a one-word answer from each of you. Okay. Because Urban it's Ohio State. <laughs> Tomorrow on the We Hate Urban Meyer show, Bull will tell you why he was a horrible college coach. Does Ohio State beat Michigan by 50 or 60 this year? <laughs> what? That's what? like, when did you stop beating your wife? Like, like, That's a loaded question. Bro, they're not going to be. Bro, no, like, come on, us. stop playing. Put some respect on that. Michigan, listen, Michigan is physical now. All right, how about we just pick a number? Let us all pick yeah, a number. Pick a number. I say they win by 24. Damn you, Bull. 24, 60. What's the difference? 13. No, I, it's over in the first quarter. Come on, let's 13. Go. Don't live in your fears. 13. Don't they live win. in your fears. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> it is. I need to get it. I got 24, too, Bull. Along with the baker off the leash. <laughs> I got 24. I'm off the leash, too. Apparently, I can't say anything bad about Urban Meyer. Everybody gets all uptight about it. Hey, Steve, don't worry about working on getting Urban on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that ship sailed a long he time ago. He has retweeted us. He has retweeted us. <laughs> yeah, that's Ooh. exactly right. Urban? Yeah. Urban did. Yeah. Urban has, yeah. He ain't coming on, though. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> I promise you that. Buy some T-shirts. Have a great Labor Day, and we'll see you all Tuesday. Peace! O-H! O-H! That's the great way to end the show, Steve. Yeah, it is. That's that's why you got Emmy, Steve. Steve for the Heisman. Yeah, there he is. Slow pan. (laughs) So Zoom. Sorry, I just find (laughs) it. I've been.